LifeWay Leadership Podcast Network. G'day, I'm Scott Sanders. I'm Derek Hanna. Welcome to The One Thing, a podcast designed to give you one solid practical tip for gospel centre ministry every week. Well, now Scott, in isolation, my, I've got three boys, as you know, and my boys have been uh, cutting out weapons from the plywood I've got underneath the house. Just built a battle axe, I've got a sword. I did like Elliot's battle axe, that was pretty good. Yep, what, uh, can I ask what uh, weapons did your girls control? Well, with my girls, I pull out my chainsaw, we collect firewood. So last night we had the chainsaw out, there were sparks flying. Uh, there was a little bit of danger there, but we had a lot of fun. Now, the one thing is brought to you with thanks to Geneva Push, the Australian Church Planning Network. We're also proudly part of the Lifeway Leadership Podcast Network. So check out our network page on iTunes to see a whole bunch of quality Christian podcasts. But for now, you've pressed play on mission during COVID. All right. So uh, what we're going to do now is just give you a little bit of a taste of a course that Dave Jensen has created for us. Uh, it's on mission and thinking particularly into how this might be shaped during isolation and COVID. Here he is. Pre-coronavirus, many churches ran evangelistic courses, uh, Life Course, Christian Explored, or Alpha, uh, examples of these, with subsequent follow-up programs and Bible studies. And, and much of our contact and connection work fed into this part of the funnel. We were urging people to, to go to these courses. Of course, that's not the only way many of us do it. Maybe your church has got a very high value in one-to-one uh, evangelism or evangelistic Bible study groups. Of course, most of us would also have church services on a Sunday where we call people to repentance and faith after the sermon on a Sunday. Now, whilst the purpose and the programs remain fairly similar, it's worth taking some time to think about the packaging. Not the what we do, but the how and when we do what we do. There's three areas areas that I want us to discuss in the conversion world, the Sunday course to faith, the online course, but also the mission calendar. Let's talk about the Sunday call to faith. Now, more than ever, as we've already discussed, we have non-Christian people watching and listening to our sermons every Sunday. And what a wonderful opportunity we have to proclaim the gospel, to call people to repent and believe there and then. This does two really important things. Firstly, most importantly, it gives people the opportunity to respond to the gospel in prayer to become Christians. Nothing beats that. It's as good as it gets. And what a wonderful thing to do. But secondly, it says something incredibly important to your congregation. It tells your congregation that mission hasn't finished, that God hasn't damned tools and forgotten people while this crisis is going on. He's still calling his people to himself. A wonderful thing to remind your congregation about. It's really important that when we do this, though, we give people the chance to get connected, as we just spoke about in the connection uh, part of the talks. So having an avenue where they can do that via an online form is ideal. Secondly, let's consider the online course or maybe the evangelistic one-to-one Bible study. There is absolutely no reason whatsoever why we cannot continue running the same programs we always have so long as we amend the packaging in an effective and engaging way. Now, there's several options uh, available for us uh, in this space. 
Uh, firstly, we can either use pre-recorded material, such as Christianity Explored or Alpha, which are generally of a very high quality. Uh, you can play that on a live stream, followed by a Zoom or Google Hangout chat time afterwards. You can uh, do that in big or small groups. Alternatively, you could do a live talk over Zoom or Google Hangout, which then goes into a live discussion afterwards with the people who were listening. When it comes to the discussion time, as just mentioned, there's also several options. That will depend on the amount of people you have engaged and signed up for the course. You can either have one big room on Zoom or you can have several smaller breakout rooms led by people who would have been table leaders or hosts uh, when the course was run physically uh, together before the crisis. Personally, my preference is that we do a combination of these things. I think the content of Life Course is probably the best course we have for the Australian context, and it does have some excellent pre-recorded material that can be utilised. So what I think you should do is take the pre-recorded content from Life Course and then pre-record yourself or your evangelistic speaker doing the talk in a really high professional, well-packaged way and play those things together on live stream or whatever platform you choose. This, en this enables you as the speaker to address the crisis, to address the big issue that's going on in everyone's world while still using very high quality packaging and product. After the, the talk part, of the course, I think should probably break out into discussion rooms, but smaller discussion rooms led by hosts or table leaders, uh, and then back to a big group for question time with, with the speaker, with the preacher. All right. Now it's, now, it's always interesting hearing Dave, you know. So Dave's been the mission pastor at MBM, Rudy Hill. Uh, he's a former captain in the Australian Army. Uh, and just recently, last three years, he's been in Ireland actually uh, helping uh, re yeah, plant and revitalize a church uh, in Ireland. And yeah, really helpful. A lot of the things that he has to say in there. Uh, yeah, it is. Now, well, some of the things that struck me is so you mentioned two things at the start. You know, Sunday call to faith, actually calling people when you're preaching to mm -hmm. repent and believe, as we would on any Sunday. It feels weird at the moment. The second aspect he spoke about is the course. Here's one of the things that struck me, um, the timing of the course. So he mentioned three weeks from Easter and you need to be thinking through now and calling people in your talks and in your material to running an evangelistic course in May. Now, my question is how you prepare people for that. Because in, in you know, normal kind of church life, we know what it's going to look like to run an evangelistic course. We've probably been through one before. Uh, what's your gut feeling about how you prepare church, churches in order to know what they're going to get if they invite their friends? Yeah, well, if, if you're a church that already has an established pattern of having uh, evangelistic courses, then in some ways it is recognising that it's going, to, it's going to be the same but, but different. And the, the different aspect of it, of it is that, hey, we're going to be trialling it online. Uh, groups are going to be smaller. We're not going to be able to have, uh, you know, the hospitality experience that you would have had from a, a live face-to-face. -face. Uh, you also, for, for some of the larger churches, they're going to be reduced groups, not, not groups of 40 or 50, where I, I think there is an opportunity in that social space to, to hide and to actually sit back and not ask any questions. Whereas in the Zoom meeting with sort of five or six people, uh, you, you kind of all have to in, interact. Now, some churches, I'm, I'm praying and hoping that over the, um, 
uh, next little while, we'll, um, you know, we'll see a, a an increase in these online, you know, in these online courses and people checking out. Uh, so in some ways, a, a Zoom room with forty people in it, there is that opportunity just to to be quiet and not have your questions. So I think I think that's the first thing. Recognize if you've got it and it's established that it's going to be different. If you're starting this for the first time, uh, then then a key part of it is actually providing people in your church the opportunity to see various aspects of it. So if you are using a introducing, you know, Christianity course that has some online videos, perhaps sharing those with a couple of people so they can see and understand what it might look, you know, look like for the person that you're inviting uh, would be helpful. I think telling them that it is only going to be, you know, it's going to be 45 minutes and it's going to go over four weeks and, uh, this is the person that is is going to be leading it and driving it. Uh, they all those things sort of uh, build confidence. Uh, and and again, as a leader, I think another big thing to say is that the, you know the mission is still the same. We we are still uh, as a church wanting to make disciples, and we have this great opportunity uh, reminding people that you know perhaps over the last weekend we had you know a number of um, people joining us who who weren't Christians. We had a number of uh, members of uh, members of our churches who joined, you know, with them in their family gathering who weren't Christians as well. And so we want to take that opportunity to uh, be inviting them and, and giving them an opportunity to explore um, who Jesus uh, is as well. And so I think, uh, you know, doing all those things can help people uh, have, you know, have the confidence to, uh, you know, to start inviting their friends and, and getting along. Then down the track, hopefully after you've run your first course, there is an opportunity to celebrate. Um, you know, and actually interview some people who have actually done the course and say, you know, hey, I brought Tom along to this, and uh, and uh, he's not a Christian yet, but he's he's on he's coming up to the next you know to the next one, and he and he's really loving just meeting online once a week. In fact, this is one of the few opportunities that he's having to actually interact with other people in a you know in a meaningful way and get his questions answered. We're excited to release our newest course with Dave Jensen. Now, you might be thinking, how is that possible? Isn't Dave in isolation because he's just returned from Belfast? Well, you're right. His lovely wife, Sam, has done all of the recording. Dave is taking us through how to do mission during the coronavirus, thinking into contacts, connections and conversions. To get access, go to genevapush.com forward slash COVID-19 or go to the show notes. So you just raised something there, which is really important. I think in normal life, again, we would be thinking not just the course, because we know it takes a long time for people who, uh, who don't know Jesus to get to know him and then put their trust in. Long time, 12 months. Mm. So it's got, we've got to be thinking more than just this course. Although that is the beginning of it. Uh, you're, you've indicated there that you know, something following. What, what's your gut feeling? What follows this course? Yeah, I, I actually think... Um... I, I, I think if you can have an, an online group and then continue to have that online group meeting over the next 20 weeks, I'd, I'd be following up with another, uh, another intro to, you know, Christianity type course where you check out another gospel. So, you know, it could be simple Christianity, uh, it could be Christianity explored. Uh, I'd, I'd then off the back of that, followed up with a, um, you know, qu- could be questions, you know, questions course asking, you know, the big questions that, that, ha- that are, are being raised in, in the midst of this. So, I think uh, this is is creating a whole bunch of fear, anxiety, and we've seen that in those initial responses of people buying toilet paper and everything else. People are asking the big questions, and those questions haven't changed. So, you know, I'd, I'd be checking out Matty Varco's resource from way back. You know, we probably sound so young on that pod on those podcasts, uh, Derek, but I, I think some of those uh, 
you know, those conversation starters that, that, that they did at Gray City a few years ago, I think would be really helpful perhaps to be putting in your evangelistic course. And then finally, you know, just using something like a just for starters, uh, you know, what does it mean to pray? Uh, how do I read the Bible? And then, and then you've got the opportunity to pivot them into just your normal growth groups and, uh, and follow up uh, course. Or if you've got a membership course, pivot them into that and then move them into a, uh, their own online, online group. Yeah, so it is that much longer term thinking still. It's exactly the same as we'll do beforehand. I wonder whether one of the things as well that, that would be helpful, but let's start with the evangelistic course, is between now and when it starts in May, maybe instead of having growth groups as they might normally be on the breakout rooms, actually for you to run one with everyone in there and break them out into different rooms to do stuff, just to demonstrate how it can actually work with that for them to see and have confidence in you doing it in that environment. Because uh, it is a complex environment, relational environment to do. And so if they're going to put their relational capital on the line, I think you want them to be able to see it done. I think in this time, though, a lot of people are a little bit forgiving. You know, they are, they are happy to, you know, to have the person sort of fumble, fumble around for the off switch and the on switch. You know, we realise that we're all not uh, tech geniuses. But it is, it is important, I think, to do what you would do with any, I'm hoping with any sort of uh, key event that you're planning, have a soft launch, uh, do some practices, you know, get the person who's leading it actually to get in line and, you know, to practice muting people and pulling people in and, you know, give, give the person who's leading uh, the, the course every opportunity to become skilled and excellent at, uh, at you know, driving that. And, uh, and I think, I think that'll, that'll make for a better... Um, you know, a better uh, session for everybody. What are your top three? What are your top three resources? So my top three must-have resources for mission during COVID. Uh, we've got this great new mission uh, during COVID course that Dave Jensen has done for us. It's free until 30th of June. So uh, dip into that, share that with your friends, jump on the ministry grid and access that. There's also uh, heaps of resources on the uh, Geneva Push COVID page as well. And, and the third resource I want to point people to is actually your team. You know, Derek's just raised, raised it there in terms of the body. Uh, we have wonderfully gifted people and God has said that he will give us all that we need um, at any point in time. So, so open your eyes uh, and, and, uh, and take the opportunity to actually utilise the people that God has given you to, uh, to do mission well. All right, well, that brings us to the end of the show. Scott, what's the one thing people should be taking away when it comes to mission during COVID? Take the opportunity to stop and plan, not only the next month uh, in the follow-up to Easter, but the next two terms, uh, and plan with the intention that, you know, we are still not able to have public gatherings. So stop and plan. All right, if you like what you've heard today and the one thing, we would appreciate it if you take a moment to rate the show on iTunes and even leave the comments. Well, thanks for joining us for another episode of The One Thing. I'm Derek Hanna. I'm Scott Sanders. Chat soon.